0: we're on the road with mickey we're gonna have some fun regardless of the rain or sun our trip has just begun so buckle up let's go we're about to start the show and maybe if you like us you'll see where else we'll go hi everyone i'm sophie he's mike welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe Hopefully, you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now, a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week, followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road.
1: Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie.
0: Hello there.
1: And who's your special guest,
0: Sophie? Yes, I do have a special guest because we were talking about Hollywood Studios today as a continuation of last week, or technically it was last Saturday's episode, because we decided to Deployed the episode a little bit late, but I have a very special guest from Hollywood Studios. My daddy surprised me with him. This is FA9. He's asleep right now because I didn't want to turn him on, but he would say hi if he was awake, and he's my droid.
1: <laughs> and what does FA9 stand for?
0: FA9 is what I named him because I was thinking about all the different droid names in the Star Wars universe, and I realized that F is the sixth letter of the alphabet, A is, of course, the first, and that makes 619, which is my birthday. I was born June 19th, so I figured it would be a good name for my birthday present this year.
1: There you go. So. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie And that's F-A-9
0: Yep, he's going to be joining us I'm actually going to put him in my lap You can't see him, but he's in my lap
1: And we're all on the road with Mickey Yep This is episode number 30 for July twenty seventh, 2020 And this is our Walt Disney World Recap Part 2 Where we're going to talk primarily about Hollywood Studios but also about um, a last bit of information about the different things regarding social distancing and the masks and what worked and what didn't and all that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we hope that you enjoy it, and I hope you enjoyed the the first part of our of our talk as well about the other three parks. Yes. So, so um, no cheddar from the big cheese this week. Um because we just we like Sophie said we just we just published two days ago so um so we're just gonna step right into it and get right into our feature topic and we're gonna talk about our fourth park which was Disney's Hollywood Studios yep. and, and we, we took didn't,
0: oh, we didn't sorry. really do much at Hollywood Studios did we
1: no we didn't and there were a few reasons for it um one of the biggest reasons was the heat of the day. Yeah. You know, the park opened at 10 a.m., and mm-hmm. we were there right at Rope Drop, even though technically they don't have Rope Drop. So when you get there, you can go wherever you need to go. You just can't get on a ride until the park is officially open. But um, but we had our 10.05 a.m. droid appointment, so we kind of had to hoof it a little bit, didn't we, So
0: we definitely did
1: But we were there right on time at Galaxy's Edge at the Droid Depot Which is where you go to make your droid mm-hmm. And um, and Sophie went through the whole process Tell us what that was about, Sophie
0: Well, the way the droid pr- building process works is You do actually build a droid You first have to have an idea in your mind of what kind of droid you want Me, I wanted a BB unit So I got a BB unit and there are many different components The engineers in the shop will help you decide And there's this conveyor belt with all the different parts To make all the different droids and you have to pick out The parts that you need and you will have a list of what you need And it's very easy to tell which parts are which If you read the the list Yeah,
1: it's like a basket, right, Sophie, with all the different parts you need
0: Yep, and each. I've looked at the manuals for both types of droids There are the R-series, like R2-D2 And there are the BB-series, like BB-8 And they both consist of four parts Well, technically five because for each one, one of the parts is a pair to fit the droid so you grab the parts you put them in the basket and then you go over to the building station and if it weren't for the fact that i don't think we would be able to really get it on camera i would show you how i put bb put my bb unit together but because of the angle of the camera i don't think it would work very well but it's actually really easy i might actually make a youtube video YouTube video about it outside of this episode and then show you guys.
1: And actually Sophie, I think I was live streaming it the whole time. So, I'm going to upload that live stream to YouTube as well.
0: That is true.
1: So, so that I don't know if it covers the exact detail, but it goes yeah. into a lot of it. So, hopefully it'll be fun for for people to watch. But um but yeah, so the engineer helps you Construct the droid It tells you what parts go where And helps you Mm -hmm. with it And um, in addition to Building your Building FA-9 You also um, Elected to Add a couple things
0: Yeah This is the bag That I got with him And it Is basically a bag That I can carry him Around Galaxy's Edge in Because Unlike the Disneyland one I talked with my California friends, Jagan and Aunt Sheila About this, and they told me That you can move your droid Around freely in the Disneyland Galaxy's Edge That is not the case in the Disney World Galaxy's Edge, mainly Because they don't want your droid To be under someone's foot and accidentally Get broken, that's my idea For it So basically you carry them around with you And if you get the bag like me Then you have the bag and they can see out of it And they can interact with the droids As you carry them around and it's fine But if you don't get the bag They have a carrying box for you to use It's not as handy as the bag I don't think But it can still keep your droids safe And it can keep everything you need together
1: Yeah, and um, one last... Um, upgrade you got for B, for FA9 was
0: a personality chip. My dad is not quite happy about my choice. I
1: don't but care. just teasing.
0: Yeah. Oh, sure you were just teasing teasing when you called those stormtroopers scum despite the fact that they were originally on your side.
1: I was teasing them too, so.
0: <laughs> Daddy is Teasingly not happy about it But I decided to get my droid A personality chip And there were three options There was resistance There was smuggler And there was the first order And since the first order is the closest to the empire And I am pro-empire I chose the first order personality trip While my dad is rebel scum
1: That's right I went with resistance If I had a droid it would be a resistance droid
0: I would have gone for Smuggler just to have that neutral, okay area between us, but then I was like, it's my droid. He's getting it for me, and he said so. So,
1: yep. So, anyway, um, it was a fun experience, though, going through all that. It didn't take long at all. It only takes about 10, 15 minutes to to make your droid. So, um, but -hmm. it was fun, you know? And um, so. As we got to Hollywood Studios The first thing we did of course was Go straight back to Galaxy's Edge And to make our appointment And you know if I had thought about it I would have made the appointment for a little bit later Because then yeah. we could have probably done Other stuff before getting to Galaxy's Edge Which you know As, as most people will realize Is um, Is in the very back Of Hollywood Studios So there's a lot of stuff We walked right by um mm-hmm. so live and learn, you know. Yeah. The other thing um that we did after we did our joy of course we we got some ice water cuz it was getting really hot. Oh and yeah. And we needed we needed some some hydration, so we got some ice water. And um the what was it? Rontos where oh, we stopped for
0: Rontos. the yeah. Rontos. Rontos. Yeah. I believe. Rontos Roasters.
1: Yeah. And um, there, if you ask for the free ice water, which we did this time, a lot of times we bought bottled water, but this time we just asked for the free ice water, and you get actually a medium size instead of the small child size mm-hmm. cup. So, so that um, was really nice,
0: yeah. and so,
1: um, so we did that, and then we saw that Smuggler's Run was pretty much. Almost walk on Like 20 minutes max I think is what it said And it was probably only about 10 minutes For us to get through the line
0: Yeah, plus we stopped to take a picture
1: Yeah, we stopped at the table to take a picture Um, And so We actually um, Went, almost walked right on To to Smuggler's Run Um, And that was really cool I had a lot of fun doing Smuggler's Run Mm -hmm. Did you like it, Soph?
0: I liked it a lot And I can't wait for us to get a party of six So we can go back and do Chewy mode
1: Yeah, if we could figure out how to activate Chewy mode
0: Yeah, it is pretty hard to activate Chewy That's your chewy homework, mode. Sophie Don't worry, I've already Let's been researching I okay, will figure it out
1: Because Smuggler's Run will hold six people to a um, Falcon So you've got two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers Is that right?
0: Yep Two of each, it's kind of like Mission Space Only Mission Space has four classes And there's one of each per pod Right,
1: and so um, I was one of the pilots And I was the pilot that would do side to side Mm -hmm. And then there's another pilot that would control up and down And so we didn't have a pilot for up and down So the autopilot kind of took over for that part But I think I did fairly well as a Side you definitely
0: side. did. For having only half the staff we needed, we got two whole canisters of what were what was it called? Oh shoot,
1: I don't remember either.
0: Kryptonium, I think.
1: Something similar to that. It wasn't kryptonium because that's the start that's the Superman thing, but um, or close to Superman, but something like that. We had to we had to smuggle in. We had to get those canisters and um. In doing so, we were guaranteed 25% of the profits Minus Mm -hmm. expenses for damage to the vessel Yeah And um, evidently we had some damage Because we ended up owing 100
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we did very well Because something tells me that the way the score goes Is that the more you owe Then the worse you are So I think we did very well
1: I think we did too. Um, one thing that we weren't able to do at Hollywood Studios was Rise of the Resistance, and um, we went to try and get a virtual queue in that ten o'clock window, and there was there was none. Mm. And they also had one o'clock windows and four o'clock window, and um, and by the time that rolled around, it was just it was just so hot that we we just felt like we needed to get. Back to, the, back to the hotel And,
0: yeah.
1: and cool down um, So um, After that though We walked over to Toy Story Land And I think Toy Story Land And Star Wars Land Have been unbelievably Done by the Imagineers oh, yeah.
0: They I mean, overhauled Both of them
1: Yeah, You really feel like you are in the middle Of that environment You know mm-hmm. And um I don't remember the exact minute wait for um, Slinky Dog Dash, but it was fairly long as well. So we didn't do Slinky Dog Dash. There's a lot we didn't do, and that's the negative side, and that's partly on us because, you know, we were feeling the heat, you know. Mm-hmm. But there were some things we did do. We we walked right into um, Toy Story Mania and. Um, and I know it's not quite the same as it used to be because um, it used to be the top draw for Toy Story. and now it's kind of like second or third, you know?
0: yeah, uh, I think that I think that's a good thing though. I think that's a good thing.
1: yeah, but um, but it ended up being like 20 minute wait and we probably got through the line in like ten minutes just like just like others. and, the, the really cool factor about all that Was I was the top scorer So kudos to me Thank you very much Yeah, <laughs> It was funny though Sophie and I were side by side And mommy was on another one Because it's only two person seating um, And um, She won for accuracy though But I won for points And Sophie was second But for the long time we were both like neck and neck in our scores, weren't we, so Oh yeah. I mean, like a hundred points difference here and there, um, and it was just really close until the very end. So yeah. So it was fun, and my score was nowhere near a, a really good score. It was like a what was it, one hundred and fifty-nine thousand or one hundred and thirty-nine thousand, something like that. Hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't the highest for that month or. That car, even or anything like that, it wasn't even close.
0: <laughs> nope, but it was the highest of us, so that's fine.
1: Yeah, but um, but that was neat. And so, by the time we were done with all that, with with doing this Galaxy's Edge stuff, and and looking through Toy Story Mania and and the ride in the Toy Story Land, um, it was lunchtime, you know, mm-hmm. because. That was the one thing that I noticed that it seemed like time just, like, sped up each of our park days, you know? Oh, yeah. It really felt like time just really accelerated. And, um, and so, you know, it was lunchtime. And we were looking. Part of the, one of the things you really got to be aware of when you're there right now at Disney is you really got to keep your eye on your app. Because Uh you need to know What you can, what's open Where you can mobile order For quick service And how far away it is, you know And fortunately the app Has gotten really good about all that Hasn't it Soph?
0: Oh yeah, it's gotten amazing about it And it's gotten to the point where It's like the Disneyland app In that you can trust its times A little bit more than you can trust what What they say On the Standby signs in the queue Yeah, That's what I found Or at yeah. least that would be the case If it were at max capacity yeah. But right now The queues don't have to Over exaggerate the lines To
1: right. be and not yeah, only To that people Yeah not only that The app um, The app is even Like let's say we're in Galaxy's Edge And we want to go to Rosie's, which is where we ate, um, which is over by Sunset Boulevard. It'll you can use the app to get your walking directions and figure out how long it's going to take you to get there. And while you're doing it, then you can use the app to to do your mobile order and put your food order in. So mm-hmm. it, when you get there, it's almost always almost ready immediately. Um, so it's really a cool. A cool app as far as all that goes It's got it's own GPS built into it It's got your Your plans and everything like that They've done a lot of good work with it The, yeah. the key is to make sure That you check it often To make sure you know which one You want to eat at um, And also to make sure That where you want to eat is open Like we talked about with, with Columbia Harbour House that being
0: Yeah It was such a shame that it was closed But we understand why It just wasn't physically big enough
1: Right But, um So we went over by Sunset Boulevard And we had lunch Mm -hmm. And, um One of the things That we found out um, Was that For a lot of these meals We can order them Um and like Cindy and I can split it You know mommy and I could split it Because um, or, or ordering off the kids menu Because a lot of the food is just so much It's more than you can eat uh, yeah. There's more than we could eat anyway And that, that is never something That I ever thought I would say <laughs> 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 Because I know how to put down some food But um, But it works you know And um, and then after lunch You wanted to do um, You wanted to do Tower of Terror Yep And so you went off to do Tower of Terror While we relaxed And um, stayed out of the heat
0: Mm Mm-hmm
1: And then After we did Tower of Terror There was another um, Attraction that we did that we had never done before Right Soph? Right And what was that
0: about? And It was basically, to us it was a way to get out of the sun and sit in the air conditioning for a bit But it was focused around the Cars franchise Which is not a movie you would necessarily expect to have a ride Like, well, an attraction outside of a Test Track-esque ride Like they do over in Cars Land in Disneyland But they don't have the space for that in Disney World, I don't think And so you wouldn't expect to see it somewhere else, and you definitely wouldn't expect to see the characters from the newest movie in the Cars franchise, and that's Cars Three. But this was a show about Cars, the racing. It was a racing academy show. Yeah. And basically, it follows along Lightning McQueen, and Cruz Ramirez, the yellow car from the third movie And it's basically like you're a Aspiring racing car And you're watching Lightning McQueen Take laps around the simulator That they used in the movie And it is actually really interesting Like yes, it's just a show But it's not boring at least, right. not in my opinion.
1: I didn't think it was either. It was the first time we saw it. It was called mm-hmm. the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy, and um, and you know it was um, it was different because you walk in and where you sit is pretty much where you watch the movie from, um, and you know just like everything at Disney, it was had socially distanced spacing, so. They had rows closed off and they had seating closed off on a particular row so that you weren't all crammed together like sardines mm-hmm. um, And it was fun though because you're a rookie driver and like like Sophie was saying and, um, and you're going through the simulation But what you don't realize is that Chick Hicks, that idiot, pardon me, sorry yeah. That, oh no, that,
0: it's fine. That un,
1: unnice driver has the hacked the system. The green with
0: envy, dude.
1: Yeah, the green with envy dude has hacked the system to make it harder for Lightning McQueen to succeed, and so it was it was fun um, to see how they made it work, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was just a, it was just a fun little ride, and you know I think and like Sophie said, it's a movie, it's not a ride. But um, I think it's geared more towards the kids, for sure But it's also indoors So if it's a super hot day, then it's worth seeing Oh Um, yeah, even if
0: it's just to get out of the sun Because it's also nice and dark in there
1: Yeah, and also um, Some of the things that were closed down at Hollywood Studios Like Beauty and the Beast and so forth um, They tend to turn Hollywood Studios into not necessarily In in my opinion, anyway, a full-day park um, yeah. I think, you know, if we had elected to stand in the lines For Slinky Dog Dash, or for um, mm-hmm. the Alien Saucer Swirl Or for the new Mickey and Minnie in the Runaway Railway I think it would have been a full day but, um, but for Slinky Dog and for Mickey and Minnie at least Those attractions were predominantly right under the baking sun And so we were worn out And I think part of that yeah. was because it was near the end of the trip And we had been go, go, go for five days in a row now um, yeah. And I think that catches up to you a little bit Mm-hmm. So but we had fun, you know, and and um then after we finished our Hollywood Studios day, the last day um we used to park ticket was at the Magic Kingdom. And I still think that um of the 3 of us, I think we would probably all agree that the Magic Kingdom was our favorite park.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: So so and you know it, and I think it's just because it has so much you can do. But um but anyway, enough about the Magic Kingdom. And is there anything else that we need to talk about regarding um Hollywood Studios?
0: Well, I do think that we didn't do everything we could have done in the Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and that's right. why we have so little Things to talk about it, although we did get a fair bit of commentary on it But I think we should just go ahead and sum up what we think about the parks as they are right now And talk about what works and what could use a little bit of improvement
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea, Sophie Do you want to start or you want me to start?
0: I'll go ahead and start And... My big takeaway on the parks is that they are doing the best they can Or at least something close to the best they can uh, Given the circumstances right now And they're doing a phenomenal job with it Yeah But I still think that there are a few things that could be tweaked To maybe make the experience as close to the full thing as possible Yeah and I think one of those things would be, mainly with Animal Kingdom and having the big indoor shows closed, I think it would be best for them to find some way to help guests cool off. Just because if you're not gonna be able to go to certain places, you need to have alternatives for some of the, like, reasons that people might go to them and you need to have a way to cool off Because my biggest problem with Animal Kingdom Was that it was blazing hot there
1: Yeah I think I think you're onto something You know, they can't do the shows Because it's a union issue Yeah Okay But I think you're right They could set up And maybe they will in the weeks to come um, Or maybe they are already started it, you know um, But yeah. they can um, turn... The Festival of the Lion King seating into some, some socially distant seating for you to maybe make it a relaxation station, you know? Yeah. Um, or do the same thing at the theater for the Finding New Mother musical, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you've got some areas that are out of the sun, um, putting some fans in or, or running the air conditioning, you know, that would make it. I think um, a nice place to get a break out of the the heat and maybe make the day go a little bit better. Because you're right, there's some things at Animal Kingdom we didn't do. We didn't take the train back to Rafiki's Planet Watch. Mm-hmm. We were gonna do character drawing and we didn't do that. Um, yep. We didn't do the um, the Maharaja Jungle Trek. No, um, we didn't. You know, and things like that that we we could have done. You know, so, so there were some things that we we didn't do because, because of the heat. Um, so yeah, I think that's a great idea, Sophie, to somehow incorporate some more, um, mm-hmm. out of the sunlight seating, and and those are two great places I think they could do it. So. Definitely. And then, um, for me, over at Hollywood Studios. Um, I know we just finished talking about it, but for me, one of the things they could do is um, is kind of just try and put up some additional shading areas. You know, I know it's hard. I know that they can't do it, um, and I and I imagine that last week was an anomaly as far as temperatures go because. I've been checking them this week, and for next week, and they're not going to be as hot as they were, the week we were there. You know, so yeah,
0: so, you're right.
1: You know, it's almost like it's just a perfect storm of we just happen to be there in the, in the insane heat. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, if I don't think that Mickey and Minnie in the Runaway Railway ended up being a seventy-five minute wait, I think
0: you're
1: right. I think it probably ended up being maybe a 45 minute wait which is still a lot to wait if you're standing out in the burning sun.
0: You yeah, know? you're right.
1: So you're right. So I think if if there had been better shading there mm-hmm. then perhaps we would have been able to um, to take care of of waiting through that line and and actually seeing that, you know.
0: Yeah, so, I agree.
1: But, you know, these are all things that we we knew that our trip was going to be a lot different because of the changes and because of the the situation as it stands now
0: mm-hmm. so
1: so we we made the best of it i think we still had an awesome trip we did so um was there anything else that you thought needed to be tweaked a little bit
0: well i can't really say that I would know how to fix this problem But I really do think that While it is good to rely on the app And they did a good job with making sure that At least most people had access to the My Disney Experience app I really do think that they should provide some alternative To relying on your phone all the time, because what if you're a, an old person with little kids? Those are demographics that aren't quite as likely to have a phone that can support the My Disney Experience app, so it would be difficult for them to like order food or check the wait times and they would be stuck kind of winging it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree, and I and I understand that And um, I think for a situation like that I think what they should do is probably If they're not doing this, and, you know Because I'm not 100% certain if they are But probably having some cast members near those places That would be able to fill out the order for you If you don't have the phone you're right. You know, that kind of thing Say, okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, you can't do this I know they tried to do um, In some of the places they had Locations where you could walk up and order Without having a, done a mobile order You know, and in some cases They tried to do that and had some issues But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, that would be an, an alternative as well You know, is... The key is they want it to be as safe As possible for both Their their, yeah. their cast members And their guests And so it's a fine line You know and probably The, the high ups At Disney probably thought about Well what's the likelihood That That, um, that grandma and grandpa Are going to take their grandkids Right now To Disney in the first week that it's been open
0: That's True. That and, is very you know,
1: true. So, so I think the, the key is to, like you said at the beginning, is they're doing the best they can, and they are, and yeah. they're doing really well, and they're trying to maximize the enjoyment for the people that they expect would be there, you know? And right. so I think they did that. I think, um, You know, for a first-timer, we talked on live streams about how it would be really hard for a first-time park-goer to navigate and to to deal with this right now. Mm
0: -hmm. Because
1: there's a lot of things that we couldn't do. We couldn't stand and watch a full parade. We couldn't watch fireworks, you know. But you know where we did see fireworks, right? We, we saw it on the three caballeros. <laughs> and we saw it on Soren. So we actually saw fireworks several we times. We
0: flew into fireworks and Soren. <laughs>
1: yes, we did. <laughs> so we still got our fireworks fixed.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: But um but you know, you can't have fireworks and and you can't have this big parades because you get you get people crowding together And then you're not socially distanced
0: But so, they certainly do manage to Provide as many alternatives to those as possible Especially right. the parades They do so well with the parades
1: Yeah, right now. And, those, and those little float parades You know, one-off yeah. floats that, Those are awesome
0: mm-hmm. You
1: know, and
0: I, spe- I, especially... I thought that was one
1: of the highlights for my trip Oh definitely You know
0: Yeah and being able to just stop on the sidewalk And not have everyone crowd around you to see the parade It just sort of happens out of the blue You don't have to wait and listen to the voice be like Hello everyone The parade will start in five minutes
1: Right And not only that It was characters we don't always see You know Seeing Merida I love Merida. I told you during that parade that she's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And um, but seeing her riding her horse made it even cooler. And you know, before that, the only other time before COVID, the only time we could see Merida is if we waited back by the castle um, to see her at her meet and greet location. Yep. You know, and and you know that was always. A busy busy line because of the little girls that wanted to see Merida so
0: uh-huh.
1: so that wasn't something we ever did mm-hmm. but seeing her on her horse just going down Main Street that's just awesome you know and that was really cool the way that Disney incorporated that yep so
0: they did very well with it
1: they did so there was a lot of things that we really liked about um, for us as experienced disney people who who go frequently enough i think it made for a really unique twist um you know did. some of the some of the last things that just have to we just have to say them out front is you know wearing the masks was hard because of the heat and i think it made it harder because i think you you end up Getting dehydrated quicker When you're wearing a mask So keep that yeah. in mind If you're going, keep that in mind Because you're going to have to wear a mask Make sure you get a ton of water Whether you buy a bottle That you keep refilling Or if you go get Your free ice water at the At the um, concession stands You know, do something To make sure you stay hydrated Because we don't want anyone to get sick Yeah Okay um, And then, but you know what? The social distancing, the spacing they put out for the six foot distance between parties, they did an Disney did an awesome job of that. So if Mm -hmm. you're going, like again, these are tips for people that are going. Just make sure that you pay attention to it. Don't just get stuck on looking at your phone the whole time and don't even realize that you're walking right through, you know, where you're supposed to stop. You know, keep that in mind. Um And also make sure that your children Are aware of where they need to stop as well You know Um, For getting into the parks The temperature scans were easy But a lot of times it was only one or two People working a stand So it could cause a line to back up So keep that in mind Um, But it wasn't anything that was super bad You know, it wasn't like a hard thing It was, you know, you came up to them And mm-hmm. they, they scanned you And then you were done And it was, a, you know, when you were being scanned It was a two-second thing It was just a matter of waiting through the line If there was a line And it all depended on what park As to how busy that was
0: Yeah They so did well stuck.
1: They did do well And for the bag security checks If you bring in a bag in You have to open up everything and show them what's inside They don't go through your bag Mm -mm. uh, Because they don't want to touch any of the stuff Because they don't know us So keep that in mind
0: And you Um, will have to bring it through the scanner with you So make sure that you take out everything they tell you to take out
1: Right, and they do tell you They do tell you what to take out
0: Yeah, until I finally realized Okay, my glasses case does have metal in it Despite what I thought I would set off the alarm every single time.
1: And if you set off the alarm, they're going to wand you. You know, they're going to use the the little wand X ray thing to see what's going on and Mm -hmm. see. And you can say, "Oh, it's my glasses case." And then they'll wand that and say, "Yeah, that's what it was." Yeah. Uh, So it's not a big deal. It's not like you know you're going to get frisked and taken into some back room somewhere. That's not what happens. No. But um.
0: But, but you know, you... it's
1: an extra inconvenience and it's yeah. and it adds time. Um and then the last thing about and getting into the park, um, the nice I, I think is a nice thing is you have your ticket in your park reservation
0: mm-hmm. on
1: your magic band. You scan your magic band, but it used to be you put your fingerprint as well, and they have stopped that. So you don't you don't put your fingerprint anymore. You just scan your band and it shows up green and and you get in so it's as simple as that. Yeah so, and that went I think really well. I think that mm-hmm. whole process went as well as it could be expected don't you think so?
0: I think it went extremely well and I agree with you.
1: Yeah so um, you know beyond that, you know just the the normal stuff about Disney still applies. You know, make sure you know for getting into different shops, I guess one thing I didn't say is they have they have marked entrances and marked exits where you exit and where you enter from. So you gotta follow that kind of that that procedure if you're going into the the emporium or into the confectionery or whatever.
0: Yeah, and sometimes it can be a tiny bit tricky to find the entrances since they're yeah. not where you expect them to be.
1: Sometimes sometimes,
0: But most of the time it's fine And it's very easy to get in And get out as well They make sure to oh. Make sure you know exactly where you're going Yeah
1: and, it, and another thing they do Is when you go in and enter They have an iPad And they punch the number of people That are going in And that gives a count of how many people Are in the store and as you're leaving there's another person at an exit that punches the number of people that are leaving and that decreases the amount so they know within a fairly mm. i would say fairly quick way exactly how many people are in a particular store and what they and they already know what their capacity is for that store so they're able to say hey that's too many people or that's perfectly in the amount you know, so that's a big deal. That's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think as far as those procedures go, I really do think Disney has that down pretty well. So.
0: Oh yeah, they've got it amazingly well.
1: You know, we saw with Grand with three Caballeros how they stopped the line to clean all the all the the ride boats. Yeah. And we saw that they. We saw evidence that they do that at Navi River Journey and all that. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, and we saw at, um, at what was it? Prince Charming's Regal Carousel, right? Yeah. Where they stopped the line and went through with sprayers to, to spray and disinfect the, the horses. So, so, Mm -hmm. you know, they're doing, they're, they're doing things that, um, to make, so you see that they're, taking this serious. So, yeah. So it's it's a big deal and I think they've done a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. So.
0: They've done an amazing job with it.
1: So anyway, I think that pretty much wraps up our our Walt Disney World recap for part 1 and part 2. Don't you uh-huh. think?
0: I think it does.
1: Okay. So let's move on and let's complete um. This episode by looking at This day in Disney history So what do you mm-hmm. got for us Sophie?
0: I have got a Star Wars themed Entry of course Because droid Yes. And this Takes us way back to The ancient year of 2010 <laughs> <laughs> Where the D23 The official Disney fan club Gives members the chance to be the last to go on Star Tours Before it closes for rehabilitation at Disneyland Yesterday, Monday, July 26, 2010 Was the attraction's last regular day in business Before Disneyland shut down Star Tours for a year to transform the attraction Mm -hmm. G23 members could take a final ride after 1 a.m. Wow. And yeah. see
1: I remember when they shut it down for renovation because the original Star Tours was like one one thing and that was it. And yeah. it was nowhere near as good. And then when it reopened, it was a big deal because it was computer generated and you could go anywhere of one of what was it? 25 or 30 different planets that it would mm-hmm. take it. So and
0: we actually have a quote from someone about the experience. Go for it. I took my final ride on Star Tours late Monday night. It was cool riding the flight to Endor for the last time, particularly with an audience that was there specifically to see it before all flights were grounded. Mm -hmm. On board during my final flight was a person dressed in an Imperial Stormtrooper's costume And a woman dressed up like Princess Leia Quote, Imagineer Mark Eades
1: Nice
0: Eades, Eades, not sure how to pronounce that, sorry
1: That's okay That's nice though
0: Yeah, it is very nice
1: So is that the history for this week?
0: Yep, that's all I've got Wait, wait, actually this he one it else. just caught me out of the corner of my eye. Go for it. The final episode of the animated Disney XD series Randy Cunningham Ninth Grade Ninja airs with the two-part "Balls Well That Friends Well." I just saw it because Cunningham and I thought of Aunt Robin.
1: Yeah, because we're um, we went up to see Aunt Robin this past weekend because it was her birthday. Yep. And seeing as how she's my sister and she's older than my than I am, she is my much older sister.
0: Only by three not, years. Only
1: by three years, but I always think of her as the older sister.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for my Disney Who's Who character, I'm taking us back to Hollywood Studios Ooh. to a particular ride that we weren't able to enjoy. But we're going to enjoy in the future And that ride Is based off of this character Got a guess?
0: It's a ride And it's based off a character
1: uh-huh. you me to
0: Slinky tell you? You're That's right. my guess Slinky You're right. Dog Dash so yep. Slinky
1: Dog Dash We didn't get to enjoy it no but Slinky Dog is who my character is. And um did you know that a dog is a man's best friend, Sophie?
0: Yes, I did. It's also or a cowboy. Or in this
1: case, a cowboy's best friend. <laughs> Slinky has an incredible amount of faith in Woody. Although he is friends with all the toys in Andy's room, he is most loyal to Woody. This practical pup will go to almost any lengths. To help his friend I like it. And I don't have any did you know for Slinky Dog Mm. But I thought that was a good good choice for this week
0: It was a very good choice
1: And yes A dog is a girl's best friend as well
0: Almost as much as a droid's
1: So The last thing I've got Is our Walt Disney quote Mm. And It is From the the quotable Walt Disney Compiled by Dave Smith, the archivist And this is in the category of Children, young and old And I think that this applies to every Disney park Where you're talking about Disneyland Walt Disney World Shanghai Disney Tokyo Disney Disneyland Paris Hong Kong Disney I don't think it matters. Disney Cruise Lines, I don't think it matters. I think that this is the perfect quote. And Walt says, and I quote, I think what I want Disneyland to be, most of all, is a happy place. A place where adults and children can experience together some of the wonders of life, of adventure, and feel better because of it. I think Walt Disney... Tackled that and Conquered it with Flying colors
0: I agree
1: Yeah. So that Is the end of this Recap for Walt Disney World And I'll just say Thank you Sophie for joining me as Always
0: thank you for having Me
1: and I am looking Forward to next week we gotta Put our thinking caps on and figure Out what our topic is gonna be We'll do that after we stop recording.
0: Oh yeah, I know, (laughs) I know. I'm just going ahead, getting a head start.
1: There you go. So, just a reminder that "On the Road with Mickey" is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. Tech Solutions is found at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook, and you can reach Mike for travel needs. Mike at PixieVacations.com Or on Facebook at PixieVacations by Mike Ellis
0: Mm -hmm. Thank
1: you Sophie for joining me And thank you all for listening And Sophie, what will we do?
0: We will see you on you you on the
1: road Take care everybody Bye
0: Bye